0: Edward and Charles by Hannah Flay Gould Read for LibriVox.org by Scott Kelly The brothers went out with their father to ride, where they looked for the flowers that, along the wayside, so lately were blooming and fair. But their delicate heads by the frost had been nipped, their stalks by the blast were all twisted and stripped, and nothing but ruin was there. Oh, how the rude autumn has spoiled the green hills, exclaimed little Charles, and has choked the bright rills, and leaves that are faded and dead, the few on the trees are fast losing their hold, and leaving the branches so naked and cold, that the beautiful birds have all fled. I know, replied Edward, the country has lost a great many charms by the touch of the frost, which used to appear to the eye, but then it has opened the chestnut burr, too, the walnut released from the case where it grew, and now is our Thanksgiving nigh. Oh, what do you think we shall do on that day? I guess, answered Charles, we shall all go away, to grandpas, and there find enough of turkeys, plum puddings, and pies by the dozen, for grandpa and grandma aunts, uncles, and cousins, and at night we'll all play blind man's bluff. Perhaps we'll get Grandpa to tell us some stories about the old-timers with their wigs and their tories, and what sort of men they could be when some spread their tables without any cloth, with basins and spoons and the fuming bean broth which they took for their coffee and tea. They'd queer kind of sights, I have heard Grandma say, and in the streets for, if not every day, at least it was nothing uncommon, to see them pile on the poor back of one horse, a saddle and a pillion, and what was still worse, up-mounted, a man and a woman. The lady held on by the driver, and so, away about town at full trot would they go or perhaps to a great country marriage to thanksgiving supper to husking or ball or quilting for thus did they take nearly all their rides on an animal carriage i know not what huskings and quiltings may be but grandma will tell and perhaps let us see some things she has long laid away that stiff damask gown with its sharp-pointed waist, the hoop, the creped cushion, and buckles of paste, which they wore in her grandparents' day. She says they had buttons as large as our dollars to wear on their coats with their square standing collars. And then there's a droll sort of hat, which Mary once fixed me, one like out of paper, and she believed t'was called three-cornered scraper. Perhaps, 2 she'll let us see that. Oh, a glorious time we shall have, if they knew at the South what it is. I guess they'd have one, too. But I have heard someone say that there they call all the New England folks bumpkins, because we eat puddings and pies made of pumpkins. "'and have our good Thanksgiving Day. "'I think, Brother Charles,' returned Edward, "'at least that they might go to church "'if they don't like the feast. "'For to me it is much the best part "'to hear the sweet anthems of praise "'that we give to him "'on whose bounty we constantly live. "'It is feasting the ear and the heart. "'For him,' who has brought us another year round, who gives every blessing, wherewith we are crowned, their gratitude who can withhold, and now how I wish I could know all the poor. Their Thanksgiving stores had already secure, their fuel and clothes for the cold. I'm glad, said their father, to hear such a wish, but wishes alone can fill nobody's dish. Or clothe them, or build them a fire. And now I will give you the money, my sons, which I promised, you know, for your drum and your guns, to spend in the way you desire. The brothers went home, thinking over by the way, for how many comforts this money might pay, and something for clothing or food. At length they resolved, if their mother would spend it, For what she thought best, they would get her to send it where she thought it would do the most good. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.